Here's today's God Heals Hurting Marriages with Charlene Steinkamp. Hi, this is Charlene. Today I'm going to be talking about God's most precious gift. I just started going to a new dentist that has been the greatest experience that I've ever had in going to a doctor's office. I want you to know that God can do amazing things in our professions, depending if you want to be bold and proclaim the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this dentist has gone to the top of my list of being bold in his doctor's office. What was different was I walked into the waiting room and there was two TVs and they had TBN on them for they could hear what programs were on. Then as you look at the walls, you see different Christian pictures. Then I go into the room to see the doctor And there, hanging on the wall, in this office, was the plan of salvation, fully written out. And at the very end, it said, if you would like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please ask one of my employees, and they will pray with you. And I thought, wow. And as I'm sitting there absorbing all that is in this room, there is Christian music playing behind it. So I came out just praising the Lord and saying, he has truly taken the plan of salvation and what our burden is for all of us, that all our family and loved ones will accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior to a new level that I had never seen, which I told him in the second visit, and we sat and talked about it. Where are you? Do you know that if you were to die today, that you would go to heaven? Do you know you have eternal life? That is our goal in Rejoice Marriage Ministries, that you know that you are saved and you know that God's greatest gift is that he sent his only son to come to this earth to proclaim the gospel and to die on the cross, shedding his precious blood And then he defeated Satan by God raising him from the dead three days later. Jesus Christ was alive. I received a phone call from Lori's mother-in-law yesterday, and she was headed to the hospital going to share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ as her neighbor does not know the Lord and she is going into hospice. And I prayed with her, and I gave her several scriptures, and she asked me to just pray that this would be the exact day for her to accept the Lord Jesus Christ. It took me back to the memories that I had when Lori's father-in-law was dying of cancer back many years ago, who did not know the Lord. And our whole family were praying for Bob's salvation. Not my husband, but her father-in-law. And we prayed, and Bob and I would go visit him. And finally, one day, on a Sunday, the Lord told me to go and take some ice cream and talk to him and see him again. And I did. And that day, 
I was able to present the gospel while Linda, his wife, was on the phone talking to one of their children. And that day when I said, do you know if there's any reason you would not want to pray a prayer and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And he said, no, I want to do it. I want to know that I know I'm going to heaven and have eternal life. So Bob accepted the Lord with his wife holding his hand and us praying for him to come to know Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. I'll never forget that day. And I know that my husband is walking the streets of gold with Bob and with many of our family members who are in heaven. I also have had the privilege of leading my daughter-in-law's mother to the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that as you grow in the Lord and as you stand for your marriage, that you will have a burden to know the scriptures that you need to know share the gospel to the ones that do not know the Lord. What a blessing you will feel, and what an honor and a privilege it is to be able to bring a lost sinner to the salvation of knowing Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. Have you made that commitment? Or are you going to church and you have still not made that commitment. I pray today that you will want to make that commitment, that you realize that there is a power that will be living within you. The Lord gives you the Holy Spirit, the greatest counselor. When you ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart and life for your husband or spouse or children, the Holy Spirit comes and lives within you and empowers you and speaks to you and guides you and directs you throughout your life. So that is why we want you to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, for you to grow in the Lord and to read the word to become a mighty man or a woman of God. The Lord talks about salvation all the time throughout the New Testament. And in the Old Testament, he talks about it also. In Acts 16, may I take you to verse 25, and Paul and Silas had been flogged and they were sharing the gospel and the disciples as they shared about Jesus Christ and about repenting and confessing their sins and turn from their sinful lifestyles and turn from their wicked ways and stop worshiping other gods, they were often persecuted and they got arrested. And I'm giving you a short version of Acts 16. After they beat them, they were put into prison. And midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly, there was a, such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prisons were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open, and everybody's chains came loose. The jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself. We're all here. And the jailer called for the lights and rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He brought them out and asked, sirs, what must I do to be saved? Oh, may we start praying daily 
that our husbands, our wives, our children, and our lost loved ones, and friends, and co-workers that don't know the Lord will come to the point that say, there's something different about you. I've got so many problems, and you can say, let's go have lunch, and then say what the difference is. And sooner or later, you can say to them, would you like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? He will change your life. What an awesome question. What must I do to be saved? And they replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. And it says, you and your household. Well, that gets me very excited because that is what we're praying every day for you and your whole family to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, that you will be a witness and a lighthouse wherever you go and in your own church. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to the others in his house. And the hour that night, the jailer took them and he washed his wounds. I'm skipping a few verses to verse 34. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before him, and he was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole family. That is my prayer for you today, to get and read Acts 16 and get it in your heart and in your mind and understand how exciting it would be to speak to other people. Just say, God loves you. He cares about you. There's so many people that feel that God doesn't love them, that all the, the sins that they have done in their past they're not forgiven. And your husband or wife right now, whether they were believers or not, they feel condemnation. They feel Holy Spirit conviction that the Lord is saying, you need to turn your heart away from this sinful lifestyle. You need to stop sinning. Stop. He's saying so many different things, as you have read and will read Bob's weekly devotionals. He had Holy Spirit conviction. It wasn't that God was not speaking to him. He was not being obedient. I want to assure you that your husband or wife are being spoken to by the Lord in many different ways, as Bob has illustrated many times in his writings. That is encouragement for you. So we need to pray daily that the Holy Spirit will speak to them and convict them, and that they will be obedient to the Lord's wooing. That is how Bob came home. Let me share several verses for you so you understand what you or your family members need to know to receive God's most precious gift, his eternal life. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Praise the Lord. What a promise. Eternal life. In Romans 6.23, it says, The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus Christ says in John 10.10, 10, that I've come that they may have life and they may have it abundantly. All of us are sinners by nature and by our choice. So we all have to ask God to forgive us of our sins. In Romans chapter 3, verse 23, it reads, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We need to know that we cannot save ourselves. We deserve death and hell. So it says, 
in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 9, not of works, lest any man should boast. Have you repented and asked God to forgive you and confessed your sins to know that he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins? That is my question today. I'm asking you, will you put your trust in our Lord Jesus Christ? The picture on the wall that had the plan of salvation used an illustration in faith and trusting in Jesus. So let me share it with you. We can compare placing our faith in Jesus to making a trip on an airplane. There are several things involved. You must have a ticket. You must get into the airplane on time. You must believe the plane will take you where you want to go. But there is something you must do to actually make the trip. You will have to be at the airport on time. You must believe the plane will take you where you want to go. But there's something else you must do to actually make the trip. You will never make the trip unless you trust the plane enough to board it. That is how you must respond to Jesus. The only way Jesus can make a difference in your life is for you to totally trust him. For a long time, I believed Jesus existed, but it didn't make a difference in my life. I never did anything about it. I believed about Jesus, but I did not put my trust in him. I trusted in myself. We must surrender our heart and our life to our Lord Jesus Christ. As it says in Romans 10, 9, and 10, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you're confessing and are saved. Such a powerful scripture for you to know and for you to share with others. Surrendering your heart and life to Jesus is giving Jesus control of our lives, just as if you were going to get into my car and we were going to go on a trip. You are a passenger. You are going and trusting me to get you there. But if Jesus says, will you move over and let me sit in the driver's seat of your life? I have a plan and a purpose for you, far greater than you can even begin to imagine. Will you move over into the passenger seat and not you control and plan your life out without asking God to be any part of it? Our change every day is, Lord, not my will, but your will be done in my life. I would love you to go to our website and click on prayer resources and you will find a prayer for your spouse. And you can pray that prayer for him or her, and then there's many other prayers that you can pray for your family members. We want your marriage to be rebuilt on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. We want your marriage to be restored forever. So our daily goal is for you to pray for the salvation of your family and lost loved ones. We want to make sure that you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And we would love to know that you have taken time and sought the Lord and have prayed and cried out to him to be your Lord and Savior forever. If you've done that, please contact us and tell us what has happened in your heart and life. Will you then become a prayer warrior and pray for a revival for hearts and lives to be changed forever? I'm very excited 
what the Lord is going to do for you and for your family. I pray that you will ask the Lord in the future how you can be bold to share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Lord, I just thank you for this podcast that this dear precious standard is believing for marriage restoration. And I pray you will touch them, and we pray that you would take that heart of stone and turn it to a heart of flesh. We pray that they will cry out and confess their sins, and you're faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins. I pray that you would take all that anger, bitterness, and hatred and have them learn to forgive their spouses each and every day. Lord, we thank you for our salvation, and we thank you what you're going to do in resurrecting and restoring this hurting or dead marriage. Lord, I pray they will contact us if they've surrendered their heart and life to the Lord, and may we help them with additional resources on our website that will meet all their needs. Lord, we thank you for all that you're going to do in this family's life, and we will just pray that they will be able to share testimonies in the future of what God has done in healing and resurrecting their marriage. And we just love you, and we pray this all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. If we can help you in any way, we invite you to visit the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries at www.rejoiceministries.org. Thanks for joining us today as we proclaim that God heals hurting marriages. Divorce strikes families around the world, often with little notice. You can help us minister to these families with your financial gift. Visit RejoiceMinistries.org and help us teach men and women what Jesus can do for their hurting family.